Hey there, welcome back to Spellcast with Maggie and Abby. Now, Maggie, this is actually part two of our series where we're talking about words that have to do with the Wilkes Expedition, which we also call the USXX. Right, for exploring expedition. And what is our word today? Antarctic. So, Maggie, tell me about Antarctica. Antarctica is a very cold place with tons of penguins, which I like, especially those babies, and very, very, very cold temperatures. And where is it? The South Pole. Are you ready for historian hat time? Sure. Let's pick up our story of the Wilkes expedition with their first major assignment. It was a race to the land of Antarctica. No one up to this point in 1838 had yet conclusively proved that there actually was land on Antarctica. So scientific and possibly strategic bragging rights would go to whichever country discovered land first. There had been an explorer who had been to Antarctica and probably traders and other things like that before. Do you know the explorer who went to Antarctica before? He's British. Captain Cook. Right, Captain James Cook made it to the ice of Antarctica in the 1760s, I think it was the 1760s, but he never actually saw land. So no one yet knew whether it was just a big chunk of ice sitting on the bottom of the world. So Wilkes and his squadron were supposed to go and find out. While they were headed toward Antarctica, there was also a team from France and a team from England heading there as well. The dispute over who amongst those three teams actually saw or touched Antarctic land first is kind of an interesting illustration of how Charles Wilkes tried to manipulate the story so that he was the centerpiece. So do you want to hear the story? Sure. There's six ships in this squadron, right? And Wilkes is in command of one of them, the Vincennes. And his second-in-command is a man named Captain Hudson, and he's in charge of the USS Porpoise. And they decided to split up so that they could survey more of the Antarctic coast, but they still didn't know whether there was land yet. So Captain Hudson took the Porpoise one direction, and Wilkes took the Vincennes the other direction, and they were trying to map as much of the coastline of Antarctica as they could. And two of Hudson's crew insisted that they saw land one time while they were on the watch, but Captain Hudson dismissed them. He just ignored them. And then on the 19th of January, 1840, a member of Wilkes's crew made a vague reference to land or like, maybe there's land, it's not really sure, kind of looked like land, I don't know. And Wilkes basically ignored him as well. So it wasn't until January 30th, 1840, that Charles Wilkes officially declared that land had been sighted in Antarctica. Now this seems fairly straightforward, right? Except that while the Americans were doing all this surveying, the French team was also in the waters of Antarctica and their leader was a man named Dumont d'Urville. And Wilkes discovered later that d'Urville had also made a claim to see the land of Antarctica. And all of a sudden, after having dismissed his crew members' claim to have seen land much earlier, 
Once he found out that Durville had made a claim to have seen land on the 19th of January, he all of a sudden remembered that vague sentence that his crewmen had said, oh, there might be land out there. And it's somewhat possible, actually, that Charles Wilkes even forged his crew members' log entry to reflect a stronger statement of having found land in Antarctica because he was so desperate to be the first one to see land in Antarctica. Once he reunited with Captain Hudson in the Porpoise, he found out that some of Hudson's crew had seen land on the 16th of January, and he decided that that was the first true sighting of land in Antarctica. And he also tried to take credit for sending them to that exact place to see the land, because of course he knew in advance that there would be land there. This is not the only time that Charles Wilkes tries to manipulate the situation and the facts to reflect that he was the best, but it is certainly one of the most significant because in the end, because of all this craziness about who saw land at what time in the Wilkes team, Dumont d'Urville's sighting is actually usually counted as the first official sighting of land in Antarctica because Wilkes's squadron couldn't get their story straight. Why would he do that? He thought that nobody had taken him with the appropriate amount of seriousness in the past. And so he just really wanted this expedition to prove that he was as great as he thought he was. Even though Durville's uh, sighting is usually considered the first official sighting now, Charles Wilkes did actually get something out of his explorations of Antarctica. Because now, even today in 2020, there's a huge section of the Antarctic coast that's called Wilkes Land, just because Charles Wilkes was there. Okay, do you think you can spell the word Antarctic? A-N-T-A-R-C-T-I-C. That sounds right to me. Join us next week when we talk about the word incident in our third of our four-part series about the USXX.